Welcome to the club! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. We want you to win. We're trying to bring inspirational, motivational, and educational content to you people so that you can get it together and be better than you were yesterday. That's why we called it The Climb, Creating Leverage in the Music Business. It's an acronym. Love it. Learn it. Uh, Let me introduce you to my co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent is an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And I love Brent because he helps songwriters turn pro by teaching the art, the craft, and the business of songwriting. If you need to find Brent, you can find him very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. Hey, and I'd like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. It's an innovative artist development company. They help you find your sound, and they help you find your audience. Not only do they develop and improve your artistry, they also grow and monetize your fan base, creating money fingers right there. Cash flow. Yeah, Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That's production, singular, no S, and we know why there's no S, because there is only one Johnny Dwinell. What's up, brother? Hey, man, how's it going? It's going good. It's a long, crazy days. Uh, Not complaining one bit, but long, crazy days. Good good problems. Good problems. Good problems, yeah. I've already written that. Don't write that. (laughs) That's uh, that's (laughs) an Anthony Oreo song. Anthony Oreo song. And I love that song. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I recognize that right away. I I saw Anthony the other night, by the way. He performed at uh, um, Whiskey Jam. Oh, cool. Freaking amazing! All new songs that I hadn't mm-hmm. heard yet. I, it's been a while since I've I've seen Anthony perform, and dude, he was right on the money. Like it sounded great. So, hat, hat tip to Anthony Oreo out there. If you're listening. yes, Anthony, we love you, buddy. <laughs> so um, today we're going to talk about faith. Oh, George Michael! I know, man. <laughs> Minute silence. You got you got him on the mind, man. No, no, it's not George Michael. We're talking oh. about faith. Hill. Well, no, not and Faith Hill no. either. No, because, uh, I mean, I like her. She's hot. We could talk about her. Both That's of them, nice. I feel like, I, I've never seen Faith Hill and George Michael's butt in the same room. They could be the same. I could, well, you never know. I mean, I, you know, just, the, <laughs> I think they could wear the same Levi's jeans. <laughs> Probably so. Probably so. But I want to talk about Faith. <laughs> okay, let's back to this. Okay. Faith requires hard work. So, how's your faith these days? We shall know by how hard you're working. How's your faith these days? Do you believe in your music even in the absence of proof of success? Which is required in the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Faith comes in all different shapes and sizes. You can have faith in your God, faith in your significant other, Faith that your car is going to make it from point A to point B. Faith in your bandmates, in your co-writers, in your future. Faith in your children, which is also 
you learn to have faith in your, so says the guy with no kids, but I've, I've got nieces and nephews, <laughs> but you learn to have faith in your children, but it's an extension of faith in you that you're teaching them, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every time in, I leave them in the room unsupervised, I'm just exercising <laughs> faith in my children. That's right, that you're not going to come back to some bloodbath or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, faith in your business partners and your, in your business itself and your vendors and your employees, faith in your family, uh, faith in humanity as a whole. Mm-hmm. Right, that we're headed in the right direction. Faith in your music. How about faith in your ability to communicate? Mm-hmm. And all faith, I believe, really springs from faith in yourself. You know, boom. Like ultimately to believe in all these other things, you've got to believe in yourself. Right? If you can't believe in yourself, how can you have faith almost in any other thing? And um that that's it's devotion to yourself and to what you can do and to, and to being better at what you can do it, being better at communicating, to being a better person, to being a better Christian, to being a better uh, guitar player, to being a better vocalist, to being a better songwriter. Uh, it, that is the connective tissue between the impossible and the possible. So if you don't believe you can do it, you're right. Correct. That's right. If you believe you, if you have faith, like I can get there, I can, I can break that four minute mile. You're going to keep on training. Yeah. And you're going to put in the work. If you don't believe it, you're not going to train as hard. Exactly. Is that kind of what you're getting at? Yeah. Or are you going to give up too soon? Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's, that's, I think that's probably, I mean, uh, I'm going to ask you this question, right? Like as a devout Christian, um, mm-hmm. th- th- I know cause I, I've been honored to be as close to you as I have been for the last year and a half, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, there have been moments where I believe your faith in in your God and God, like, brought you through moments where, you know, you just weren't sure. But it's that connective tissue, right? Like, you just knew, all right, I don't see the whole staircase. Oh, yeah. No. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm going to make it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm lucky if I get to see a step or two. And most of the time, that's just what I'm praying for. It's just, next step, Lord. Just show me the next one. I don't need all of it, because I'm probably not going to get it anyway. Just show me the next one. Right. So, and then, yeah. And so, that's it. So, so like the building blocks that are required to construct a bridge between your dreams and your reality in, the, in, in your uh, artistic endeavors, and, by the way, in your life— um, are, is the faith is the raw materials of that edifice? Faith, faith is the is the cement that you're going to use to make the building block, however that's going to manifest itself, right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't like your reality, you need to check your faith because it's a person that never leaves their day job because they the job they hate to get the better job because they don't believe they can get it or they don't believe they can do it. So they stay where they are. And they stay hating what they're doing, and they complain. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and, and, you know, these building blocks, they require hard work to assemble them into something t- that you find to be beautiful, that you find to be satisfying, fulfilling, even if it looks, and it always looks, different than the way you initially imagined it. Mm-hmm. Right? There's always something different. You know, are you not satisfied? How's your faith these days? You know, we, we mentioned before Martin Luther King you know, taking the first step, it was faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. 
and we can never see the whole staircase, right? Right. We've talked in previous episodes, Brent, about, man, it, it just put the train on the tracks. You're never going to get all the track down in mm-hmm. advance of putting the train on it. Like you're lucky just to get enough train down, of, enough track down in front of the train before it rolls over it. But that's about right. what your life is going to look like if you're playing it right. Like mm-hmm. it seems like when we see people that have made it, when we see people who are hit songwriters, who are, um, you know, maybe on TV, maybe they're, they're a famous artists and they seem to have their life all together. It seems like they got it all that railroad tracks laid out and it's just this you know unbroken boulevard of green lights there's no speed mm-hmm. bumps potholes red lights bad traffic like they just sit back and the car just drives itself but that's not the case right, right. never it's never the case <laughs> the, the the higher the stakes get the more faith is required mm-hmm Right. Yeah. In all these things, faith in your team, faith in your bandmates, faith in your co-writers, faith in your in your God, faith in your um, mm-hmm. in your significant other, in your family. Like, OK, I just oh, like because it the, the, the weight and the repercussions of a bad decisions get bigger, don't they? Yeah. You know, if your band's in front of, you know, 20,000 people, you know, it requires more faith. And, and by that point, you have more evidence to back it up, but still more faith that your guys are going to put on a killer show in front of these 20,000 people than it requires in front of like 20 people. Yeah. You're like, yeah, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> you, you, know, know, 20, you, you just made me think people. of something right now, and I, and I want to bring this out because it's, um, it's heartbreaking to me, but I think it, I think it's appropriate right here. Um. The Almond Brothers brought my band from Wisconsin down to Florida. Mm-hmm. And um, that's where I learned what was really going on. Mm-hmm. I went down there and I had it all figured out, man. I got these guys calling me up like, I just need to get on MTV. I look beautiful. We got this killer band. We're all going to rock. And, and this is all that, this is all that, we just want one more step. And then mm-hmm. I saw Warren Haynes play in pre-production in the studio. And I just was like, Psh. Oh man, like I got to rethink this whole thing. Like I just got checked so hard in the glass. It didn't break my nose. Like it impounded my face, you know? (laughs) And and he was the nicest guy on the face of the earth. You know, he couldn't have been more sweet, but I just was like, so like, oh, dejected and and having to find that place. But, um, you know, recently there's been some news, um, uh, Derek, or uh, not Derek, Derek's uncle, Butch Drux, uh, he recently passed away and he committed suicide. Um, and he did it in front of his wife. Oh, man. And he's like in his 60s. Uh, he might have been fastly approaching his 70s. So you just, what made me think of this, Brent, and I'm not trying to get like ugly here or dark, but but this is about the faith part of it, right? Like he, and this is part of the message that I'm trying to put across. He already had all the, the fulfill like the the because you mentioned like if you're on in front of you know twenty thousand people you sort of got this re- reaffirmation right you've got you're doing something right because all these people are there, and and they did all that but what happened that 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 happened that it cost him to do that he lost faith somewhere, mm-hmm. and I think in a lot of different things and. Um, 
and I see this happen a lot. I see this happen with artists when things start to move a little too fast or whatever. It's astounding to me that it happened to Butch this late in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just goes to show you, there's no, it's never too late in the game, you know? Right, yeah. Like, you've really got to find that faith in, in, that, in, in what you're doing and when you really love what you're doing and you really think you're doing it for the right reasons um, and you're not defining your life by anything other than who you are, you know? <laughs> Um, the the faith means that the glass is, the glass is half full or if it's half empty, you know, it's up to you because you're the one pouring the water, mm-hmm. right? So how are you going to choose it, man? I mean, the Wright brothers, we talked about them in past episodes. Um, yeah. No money. Uh, they built that that they built their legacy off of a bike a bicycle business in Ohio, right? Yeah. Um, and they did it in the face of somebody who had all the government funding and all the best minds and everything like that, but they still did it. Why? They had faith. They mm-hmm. knew they were doing the right thing for the right reason. Uh, how about Def Leppard? Remember that story, Brent? Oh, yeah. I mean, after that burst big breakout record, Pyromania, mm-hmm. I mean, the drummer lost an arm. Oops. Wow. So yeah. right there, they got to have faith. And he came back and he's like, look, I'm going to figure this out. So they got a brand. They got mm-hmm. something that's going on. I mean, they could have always taken care of him, right? They could have been yeah. bros. They could have been good people and said, hey, you helped us build this, but we need somebody with four limbs to do this Playing job. Playing drums. Yeah. But they said, okay, man, do, do your worst. Go make it happen. He came back and he worked his butt off. So they had faith in him. He had faith in them. And they worked hard because of mm-hmm. faith and then figured out a way to... Now he's still tours, right, with them. And mm-hmm. on top of that, they changed producers, paid the producer a crap load of money that they didn't use and went back to the original producer. And mm-hmm. I mean, that that hysteria record. <laughs> yeah, that was a good call. million copies before it was going to break even after everything was said and done. It was the biggest yeah. mess in history. And by the way, a future episode coming up, I'm going to talk about a band that was like wiped out kind of in the, in the, in the wake of that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just a little teaser. Um, but that's faith, right? The founding fathers of our country in the United States here had to risk their lives, speak their minds, take action to make a new world. They had faith that they were, knew what they were doing and that mm-hmm. they were doing it for the right reason, right? Right. Um, faith holds families together in wars, World War One, World War II, Korean War, Vietnam War, Gulf War, Afghanistan, etc. I mean, we struggle... To believe in ourselves, you know, one of the reasons we we believe in ourselves is our education system, right? It, 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 we have it's it's archaic a little bit. It dates back to a monarchy. It's designed to keep people on the hamster wheel, and that's good for people, or good for the government, which is people control. Bad for art. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to think outside of the box for art. Art requires faith in yourself. And you know this, like to a degree, when like when your loved ones offer resistance of any kind about your career, Brent, you've been through this a little bit, and maybe it wasn't mm-hmm. resistance, but maybe it was a little like just out of out of a good place, out of love, right? But fear, right, from oh, yeah. people that you respect um, about choosing the career that, that is deeply rooted in in planted in our society is not something that's going to be going to benefit you. That's going to make you provider or whatever. Like, how did you deal with that? Well, overall, you do what you got to do, but it it comes down to having that the faith that God's going to lead me to what I'm supposed to do, and even if I don't understand 
the steps in between. Like, okay, you're gonna walk me through a valley. There's faith that there's something better on the other side. Yeah. Even if I don't know exactly what that's going to look like or what it is, even if it's just a positive change in me and who I'm supposed to become, there's faith that it's it's going to be all right. Even if I don't like the circumstances right now, or it goes through a dark place or whatever, or it doesn't look like there's a way out or an upside that you're being led somewhere. Yeah. That there's a good goal. There's a good place you know, that I'm journeying to. I can promise you this, that as each, everybody that's listening to my voice, as each of your stars begin to rise, even just a little bit on a local level, um, you're going to experience some jealousy. Mm -hmm. You're going to have some people that come out of the woodwork because at the bottom line, you are exhibiting an uninhibited spirit. You're choosing to live outside of the box. You're choosing to kind of go against what, whether we want to believe it or not, we've all been kind of taught in school. You know, you're in a row. Here's what, you know, everybody's in a certain row. There's a certain structure. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, they, this is this is all part and parcel of it. This is not anything out weird that I'm talking about. This, this is just factual stuff that goes on. And when people are outside of the box, they, some people get angry, you know? A lot of people get angry because you reminded them that they lost their faith in themselves mm -hmm. a while ago. They secretly dreamed to live the way you live and think the way you think and, and behave the way you behave, but they just didn't have the faith to do it. You're trying, I mean, you're not trying to, to get over on them. You're not coming from a bad place, I would hope. Um, mm -hmm. But whether you are not trying or whether you are trying, the result is they're feeling inferior and that's kind of their baggage, right? But that's a lack of faith. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Does yeah, that I resonate think, with you at all? Like, have you run into that? I mean, uh, you know, thankfully I haven't run into a whole lot of, I guess, the the jealousy or the the negative resistance from people on, on that kind of stuff. But you know, I remember when I was working at Altel Communications back in Little Rock before I moved to Nashville, and so this was you know, 2002, and so I gave my two week notice, 
you know, in the cubicle jungle, you know, the yep. khaki palace where I worked. And, uh, you know, a lot. Khaki palace. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so glad to be out of that cubicle. But anyway, um, God bless him. Uh, but several people came up to me and said, man, it's just really inspiring to go see, you know, see what you're doing. I haven't accomplished anything. I just gave my two week notice and was moving to Nashville without a job. <laughs> you know, so I hadn't faith, accomplished faith, anything. Faith, I was displaying faith, faith and faith. gumption, <laughs> and people found that the people that mentioned it, said, you know, said it was inspiring. And I thought that was kind of odd. And like, well, it's something anyone can do because you know I'm just trying, but most don't do anything else. But, but I guess most, most don't. That's why don't. it's inspiring because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what we're talking about. I mean, I mean, few do it because it's hard and it requires an insane amount of conviction, mm-hmm. right? And it's easier to get on the hamster wheel. Yeah, I mean, I, I know people who've because your your faith is tied to how hard you're willing to work and how much you're willing to put up with it. Yeah. There's the the verse in the Bible that says, "Faith without works is dead," mm-hmm. meaning. The works are a product, a byproduct of faith, right? That, you know, and to take it out of the religious context, though, to say, you know, faith without works is dead. If you say you believe that you can make it, but you're not really trying, you probably don't really believe it. Because if I really believed there was a awesome $100 bill under the mat on my front door, I'm going to walk outside, I'm going to unlock the door, and I'm going to check under the mat. Yeah. If I say I believe it, but I don't really believe it, well, maybe I'll check it in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, how about this? If I how believe about- there's a $100 bill being blown down the street right now, we're going to have to pause the podcast. <laughs> I really believe there's a $100 bill blown I'll down the right street back. right now. <laughs> Hold on. Hit pause. I'll be right back. Well, ex- exactly. I mean, I listen, I get, I'll get probably once or twice a month a an email from somebody with a whole lot of faith in zero works. Mm-hmm. And I can tell right away. Yeah. How, you know? how can you tell? Because, just, I, because they're, they want they're to be famous. <laughs> right. Cause they, they want to be famous. They're not, to, they're not saying the right language. Like I can tell that it's just like, you know, I, I can almost, and a lot of times to be, I mean, I'm not being, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking looking for here? I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to convict them. I'm not trying to indict these people. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they're young, they're young kids. Sometimes you know, mm-hmm. and I can almost tell how old they are. I'm like, how old are you? You know, oh, I'm 14. And they just like, in a way, that's a good thing because they have the gumption to reach out. They're like hustlers already, but they're yeah. just completely naive, you know, to and, the to the way the business works. And they're like, yeah, I'm looking for a label that really believes in me. And they're trying to sell this stuff. And I'm like. What do you want a label to do for you right now, even if they love you? You know? Right. Well, oh, here's what I want to do. I want them to advertise me. I want them to record me. And then they, they go out and they spell out exactly what it's going to take to make them famous. And <laughs> that's yeah. kind of like, but so that's sometimes funny. that can come in the form of naivete. I, well, I think oftentimes it does mm-hmm. that, right? I think it's important. Well, to go back, backtrack real quick about, you know, faith without works. If, you know, I had a buddy that uh, he's not in Nashville anymore, but. One thing in a moment of definite honesty, he was telling me, he goes, you know, if I don't really try, I feel like I don't really fail. <laughs> like right. if I hold something back, I can't, you know, there's this little escape hatch in my mind where I feel like I didn't really fail. 
I just didn't really put everything into it. That's so, so kept them safe. Safe. Yeah. And because that way, instead of I gave it everything I had, and it didn't work. Okay, back to I'm left without excuses. Back to Martin Luther King Jr. Faith is not <laughs> seeing the whole staircase, but taking the first step. Right. So faith. He was scared. He didn't know where the staircase would lead. So he's not really going to climb up, but maybe a couple of steps and go. Hmm. I'm going <laughs> to step back down. Yeah, and I know I took one step, and I'm just going to. I kind of tried, but I didn't really, you know get to the top of the stairs, but, uh, you know, I didn't really would, try that Okay, hard. let me ask you this. How would faith to you and your brain, like right now off the top of your head, correlate with courage? Well, it's, I, I believe it can happen. Whether you believe in yourself that I can make it happen or I believe that that's what God has for me to do. Either way, okay, David stepped on that battlefield with Goliath because he's like, God protected you know me from lions and from bears <laughs> you know when i was a shepherd out in the field protecting my flock and he's gonna and he's gonna give me victory over this giant <laughs> so that was courage because he didn't look at i'm a young kid or whatever and he's a accomplished warrior who's like nine feet tall and got a, you know i'm not a warrior i'm a shepherd his faith gave him the the courage to step out there and go hey god's gonna give me the victory and so it totally enabled his his courage. It enabled me to move to Nashville because it's like the faith, even if, I, you know, I don't remember now. It's like, I believe I'm going to be a number one writer. I'm believe, but it's like, I believe that I'm going to be all right. <laughs> I'm right. going to go and I'm going You're to gonna try. You're going to figure out a way. And I'm going to figure out a way or I'm going to be all right. Either way. I was, yeah. you know, I was more scared of never having tried, but it's like, I'll figure it out. And if, it's not going to kill me. You know, I have faith that it's going, to be, it's going to work out one way or the other, even if I don't know what that looks like. Um, and for me that. versus my buddy who said, if I don't really try, I don't really fail. You know, I was all in because I was like, I got to I got to know, you know, and and faith also, you know, get into some of the writers rooms I've been in faith that it's going to happen. That the, the lines are going to come, the words are going to come, the ideas are going to be there. Yeah, that I they're can supposed hang to be with this person. Right when they're yeah, exactly. they arrive right on time. <laughs> they're going to be just when I need Sometimes them. not in advance. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, so for me, I mean, same thing. Moving back to Nashville, I had nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing, you know? And I just came back like, okay, like this just feels in my gut. Like, that's where I'm supposed to go. Yeah. Right? I'm supposed to be there. And I know, I don't know how it's exactly going to look. And I know that I don't know how it's exactly going to look, if that makes sense. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm aware that I don't even need to bother overthinking it. <laughs> well, yeah. Not gonna, you're not going to be able to paint it. Exactly. Anyway. So, so I'm just going to go and work. I just know this. I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work on what I think I should be working on, you know. And yeah. I think I think a lot of um, artistic people in the community – uh, lose sight of that, you know, because I mean, listen, some friends and family are genuinely going to be scared for you because they don't want you to suffer living against the norms of society. They're worried about that. Right. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of that is genuine care and they come from a good place. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of that, some of that care comes from a, well, I like your friend mm-hmm. who said, I, you know, if I don't, I don't really, really if I don't really if try, I don't really, I didn't try, really, fail. Don't really fail. And so, so they, they sort of, it's a perspective, right? Like they're not trying to hurt you. I don't think mm-hmm. that a lot of the times when people come at you with that kind of energy that they, 
some of them do. Some of them just evil, right? And they just yeah, they are intentional on doing it. A lot of people and they just, don't want you put in their face what they're not doing. Exactly. And but some people are unintentional about it, but the damage is the same if right. you choose to adhere to it, right? So you have mm-hmm. to be able to discern between those two and that's where your faith is going to come into play. And and you know, if they come in feeling honestly uh, by, by what they were taught in 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 you know, it's what their parents and grandparents and great-grandparents were told. They're In a sense, they're drinking the Kool-Aid, and you have to be able to recognize that, you know what, this is okay, we're not going to do this. Um, you know, our society teaches us to believe uh, what certain things were put forth. They teach us almost to believe more than they teach us to think for ourselves, if that makes sense. They kind of tell you what to believe. Yeah, like like in, in whatever they want you to believe. Like, I, I mean, some things are good to believe, some things are not good to believe. But I just remember my dad, when I would come home from school, my dad, one of his first questions would be, you know, at dinner every every night at six o'clock would be like, well, so did they teach you to believe or did they teach you to think? <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he was all about believing in whatever I wanted to believe in, but he wanted to make sure I was thinking for myself, you know? <laughs> right. Well, that, that dovetails beautifully into something I wanted to come back to. You were talking about, like, the uh, possibly 14-year-old artist that just wants to be famous and everything. And and I wanted to come back to that anyway, so thank you for bringing that back around. Yeah. Is the object of your faith matters. So, like, say that young, you know, artist that wants to be famous – had faith that, you know, a record label will do everything. Yeah. Or some people have faith that it'll just work out. It'll happen. What are you doing? Because I want it to. I don't know. It's just going to happen. I just have faith. (laughs) That kind of faith is, can be a crutch. It can be counterproductive. It can be what keeps you back. So I think the object of your faith does matter. That's so You know, just on a, on a human level, I won't even go to the religious well, part. And back, and I connect that, that back again time. to faith without but, works. Like, like, like if you're having that faith, faith that something no will works. happen without working, that's not faith. But, that's yeah. naivete, right? Yes. Like, it doesn't matter if it's like Brent, how much work, and I already know the answer to this, do mm-hmm. you put in to your faith in your God, in your church, in your community? Like, you put an insane amount of time into that like it's it's inspiring oh thank you and, and it's not um and it's the interesting thing is the the works come as a byproduct of faith and not to earn so that that's yeah. that's a whole different thing but uh yeah because of the faith it it's you know, it spurns you on to grow and but want to learn more. it's kind of like earning, it's maybe not earning money, money, but you're, you're, you no. are earning respect, it's, you are earning a, 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 a a more respected place in your community. People know they can rely on you and that is fulfilling to you, right? Like that is the altruism that, is that fair to say? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't even think about it in those terms. Um, not you that know, that would be your goal. I mean, you do it because you right, want to help. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that might be, or it might not be. I, I mean, for some, you know, in some circles, the more, uh, the more I follow God, the more, uh, disrespect I get. And, the, and oh, no. the more, you know, so it just depends on, you know, where you are. So you just, are you don't hanging out with atheist metal bands? And I'm not, I mean, honest. you know, large portion of society, I'm, I'm hateful. Right. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I put time in because of the, yeah, because of the faith, I wouldn't do that. If I didn't have the faith, I wouldn't yeah. bother reading the Bible. If I didn't, believe it what would be the point um but because i do believe i want to dive deeper and that produces more faith 
I love you know, that. So it is a, the, the more I do dive into that, the more, you know, and I believe it's God causing that growth in me, not me causing that growth. But yeah, the more it's that virtuous cycle, the more you dive in. So say move it back to music, the more, you know, you start with faith, the seed of faith, and then you take that first step. And, and eventually you start seeing some rewards from that. You start seeing some positive, positive momentum, that wheel starts turning. And then that kind of confirms and, well, you know, springs up some more faith because, oh, it's, ooh, that kind of worked. I got one good line out of that song. Let me do another one. And you start getting more and more, you know, reaction, positive results, and that breeds more and more faith. And yes. pretty soon you're just rolling. And I so you're able that. to like, I'm going to commit more and more. Okay, dang it, I'm moving to Nashville. I'm moving to New York. I'm moving to Hollywood, baby. I can do this. I can do this. I can, I do, can this. do this. Yeah. Because you've been working. And so that it's. I think it's a virtuous cycle. The more you do, eventually virtuous you start seeing cycle. the res- results Good. of that. It's the opposite of a vicious cycle. I like the virtuous ones. I, li- I like that. I'm, I'm never. I'm gonna steal <laughs> that. That's. A, I mean, you mentioned it a few times now, and, I'm, and it just hit me. I'm like, yes, that's great. I mean, it's not seeing exactly how your life will turn out. It's more about a deep understanding that in the face of danger, defeat, doubt, utter failure, you will find a way to survive, improvise, adapt, and overcome, and even thrive. Right? Like you mentioned it, much more simplistically, because you're the the. You're the wordsmith. Uh, Me do words good. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, I just know I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I'm going to be okay. So it's it's a reliance on your own personal growth as a human, a soul, as a friend, as a lover, as a parent, as an artist, and the very thread of hope that gets you through the tough days and it makes the good days sweeter. And I listen, multiple times during the course of a month, I'll have doubtful days you know, mm-hmm. where I'm just like... Yeah. I have exactly no freaking idea what I'm doing right now. (laughs) And I'm on my way to something and there's just like, I feel like my hope is gone for the day, but I have faith. My mommy's tomorrow. Tomorrow's another day, you know? (laughs) And so this is just a moment that I'm going through and I just need to search for my blessings. Right. I need to search for what God gave me. I need to search for, 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 I need to search for my blessings and, and, and I just count on those and that just recharges the battery enough to get me to that next destination to wherever I'm going yeah. through, get me through the day until I'm back in bed and I know tomorrow is, is going to be another day, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's hard, but, but that, so there it is. I mean, with conviction, the uncertain times you get validation when the answers come in 2020 hindsight, validation manifests itself in the form of failure sometimes. I mean, Thomas Edison found 2000 ways not to make a light bulb. You know, mm-hmm. don't, don't, every time you lose doesn't mean you lose. Sometimes when you lose, you win. A lot of times when you lose, you win. And, mm-hmm. and uh, think about that girl in high school that you wanted. And then you saw her at the reunion and you're like, oh, I won when I lost. <laughs> That's right. Whoa, lucky. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Validation manifests itself in the form of pain sometimes. Like when your intuition was right all along and you finally have proof, you know, uh, it means believing, truly believing before the validation. That's what faith is. And mm. that's what art is about. And you can't succeed without believing in yourself. So the conviction grows stronger, but you have to work at it. The work, like faith without works. Is that right? Is that the exact quote that you had? Yeah. Faith without works is dead. Meaning, you know, you an apple tree is going to produce apples. Yeah. You know, if an apple tree isn't producing apples, well... 
It's, you know, how do you know it's an apple tree kind of thing? You know, it will produce what it is. Fair well, enough. You will see the fruit of what it is. If you have faith, works will follow. If you don't have, if you're not chasing, do you really have faith? Mm, there you go. I'd be questioning it. So you have to have faith, number one, but number two, hard work. And if you take the faith and you add the hard work, you will get validation. That's just a mathematical certainty. Okay. And, um, that's that's what it's about. So how's your faith these days? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that brings us to the end. Uh, uh, great insight, Brent. Thank you, man. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, another uh, killer episode of the of the climb. And uh, hey, that's not all. If as always, my f- uh, best selling Amazon book on Twitter is available to you for free. If you go to giftfromjohnny.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y, giftfromjohnny.com, you can download it for free. It'll teach you how to target an audience and how to grow your audience by a thousand targeted followers every single month for just 15 minutes a day. Uh, It's my gift to you for just listening through the end of the episode. We appreciate that. And if you find yourself stuck, if you're kind of looking for the next level and some inspiration and some very customized guidance on what you should be doing with your career, I'm available to you on a, um, a kind of consulting basis. We do charge for that, but you'd be amazed at what we could absolutely get done in, in as little as two hours. I'll have a bunch of work for you that will get you on the right track and, and re kind of charge your batteries, reinvigorate you and get you going the right path. So if you are interested in that, just hit me up at info at daredevilproduction.com. Again, production is singular. There's no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. That's it, guys. We want you to win. So hang in there and stay tuned for the next episode. Leave a rating review if you like it and keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.